Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping in second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. All right, good evening. I need your help tonight, Kansas City. Royals lose. They fall in the opener to Colorado 7-2, the final score. Let me give you the phone number. It's also our text line number. 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. We are 57 games into the season. I can't imagine anyone out there is floored that the Royals lost. They've lost 40 of the first 57 games. So I know none of you are surprised that they lost. I'm not surprised that they lost. I am very angry, though. Well, maybe that's an indictment on myself. Um, and I don't want to scream because, boy, what, what a night. 23,000 turning out. The greatest quarterback in the history of the sport turning out, showing out during Big Slick. Nice to see Patrick Mahomes and another Super Bowl champion and Creed Humphrey in the building. That was great. I hope you guys had a good time. You know what? Can we just talk about that so I don't have to scream or get angry? Because why would you get angry, Vernier? Why? Why are you mad? They're 17 and 40. Oh, you wanted them to be 18 and 39? Yes, I'm talking to myself right now. I know I shouldn't let it affect me this way, and yet, boy, I just sat there agitated throughout that six-run eighth inning. If I can be honest with you, I've been agitated since the decision to pull Jordan Lyles after five. I sat right here a week ago. Sat right here and defended Matt Cotrero and laid that loss to the Washington Nationals last Friday, laid that at the feet of Jordan Lyles. You may remember, he was at 76 pitches after five. Royals led that game 2-1. to one. They were up by one run. Lyles was at 76 pitches, and they brought him back out for the sixth. He gave up four runs to the next four batters that he faced, and the Royals dropped the opener to the Washington Nationals. 
Y'all called up and wanted to crucify Q for putting Jordan Lyles back out there. I defended him. I said, that's why you pay Jordan Lyles $17 million, is to give you 18 outs, is to take the ball in the sixth inning. Tonight, the Royals once again up 2-1. to one. Jordan Lyles was at 74 pitches, even fewer. And Q hands it off to the bullpen. So he's attacking this win as if he's Mike Matheny. All right. It better work out. Checks notes. It did not work out. So we're attacking wins now. This worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. That's the attitude now. Interesting. Okay. So that's how we're handling it. Now now we're uh, attacking wins. Even though you had a chance to attack history in St. Louis, but Mike Myers deserved another inning. Even though he didn't earn the first inning, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe I shouldn't care. I got, I got people all around me saying, Vern, come on. Talk about Big Slick. Talk about Mahomes and the fireworks. They're 17 and 40. Why are you getting so hung up on this? And if you want to know why, and maybe this is a loser mentality that I have, but if Jordan Lyles is now incapable of giving you six innings, and I understand what Matt Cotrero said. I asked him these questions moments ago. You, you heard his answers. Had two days off, a fully rested bullpen. Lyles did his job. We liked the matchup. We wanted to get the win. Okay, all right. And I understand last Friday it didn't have two days off in a row leading into it. I understand that. So you did have one day off. Did have one day off last week, and you still gave the ball to Jordan Lyles to go back out there in the sixth inning. If Jordan Lyles is unable to face a lineup a third time, you know, I, I, I was asked downstairs before the press conference, Vern, do you think this Royals team's really going to finish with the worst record in franchise history? Because following tonight's loss, they're on pace to go 48 and 114. And my response was no. No, I, I don't know how they're going to win. Um, but they'll win more games than the 06 team. Yeah, sure. But if Jordan Lyles is unable to give you a sixth inning, if he's unable to face a lineup a third time, well, then who on this team can? This bullpen is going to fall apart by season's end if this is now how we're attacking games. If we're going the Mike Matheny route, This team's in a world of hurt, or at least going to be in a world of hurt. So Clark, Quas, Hernandez, and Whitgren come out of the bullpen. You heard Q just mention that Aroldis Chapman's knee's been barking, so they're trying to stay away from him. So who's giving you six innings? Who's picking up the bullpen? Is it Daniel Lynch tomorrow in his second start? I hope so. I hope so. I do. You guys know how I feel about Lynch and Singer. There's nothing that gets me more excited about a Royals game than knowing Daniel Lynch or Brady Singer's on the mound. I'm excited for this weekend. 
But now I'm nervous about this weekend because there's a little bit more pressure now on Daniel Lynch. And if Lynch doesn't give you length tomorrow, then the enormous pressure that's already on Brady Singer to rectify his season, that pressure grows even more. And if it's not Singer on Sunday and the bullpen gets taxed tomorrow and again in the finale against Colorado, well, now we're looking at Mike Myers, Zach Greinke. Greinke doesn't go six innings. You don't even trust Mike Myers enough to give him the first inning. But for real, did you guys have fun? That's what I want to know. 913-586-7610. Because this night had everything, right? Fireworks, Mahomes, Big Slick, Heidi Gardner, Jason Sudeikis, Eric Stone Street, Paul Rudd, Rob Riggle. All your favorites, all my favorites were here. I was thinking about asking you guys where the Royals rank in reasons why you came out, but I shudder at the response. 913-586-7610, that's the phone number. That's also the text line number, 913-586-7610. Let's go to Will, who's leaving Kauffman Stadium after a 7-2 loss to the Rockies. Will, go ahead, buddy. Hey, Vern, Will here. Thanks for taking my call, as always. First off, I've got to say, uh... You're really doing the, the the Lord's work out here, Vern. I mean, you got to come out here 162 nights a year, and I don't know. I guess explain this team, um, and yeah, that that's all. I love doing it. Will Will yeah. I love doing it? I love doing it. It's I just don't know why I I, I let it bother me so much. They're 17 and 40. I should just come on and. Hey, how were the fireworks? But no, no, I'm angry at a managerial decision in the sixth inning. Will, I'm sorry for cutting you off. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I'm glad you cut me off because you should be angry, Vern. You should be angry. I mean, this is a proud franchise, and I, I don't know. I guess, I guess what I'm mad about is I don't understand what Quattraro is doing. Uh, is he an analytical guy? Is he a is he a Mike Matheny, as you say? I do not know because I mean, I mean, are you gonna throw Jordan Lyles out there for the sixth inning because you signed him for seventeen million dollars to pitch innings? Yes. Or are you gonna go to Taylor Clark, who honestly has been a very good reliever for the Royals awesome. yes. over the past two seasons? Yep. But what I don't understand is you're off two days rest. And you're going to roll the dice with Carlos Hernandez, who he's got great stuff, but is he going to be the guy? Like you got you got Stalmont in the bullpen, you got you got Barlow. Well, I think Hernandez I know- Hernandez is a little bit higher on the totem pole right now than Josh Stalmont. Uh, Will I mean outside of Chapman and Clark and Barlow, I think Hernandez right now slots in as the number four. Um, so honestly, I, I, I didn't have an issue going with Carlos Hernandez. I would have had a bigger issue going with Stalmont. To me, Hernandez earned that opportunity. No, no, he definitely has earned that opportunity. And, uh, I was, I was all for it. And my friend said I was the idiot and, uh, you know, Peyton clown, Peyton clown makeup on my face right now. No, um, no, I was on, no. I was unaware of the, uh, um, a Chapman injury, but, uh, I mean, 
is did we sign Stalma, uh not Stalmont. Did we sign Lyles for innings or yes. you know innings. Like, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Innings. Yeah. That's it, really. Just bottom line innings. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah, you y- you need someone to take the burden off of the bullpen. You need someone to take the burden off of, you know, what we hoped was Singer, Lynch, Bubich, Heasley, whomever. But we, we hoped it was Singer, Lynch, and Bubich, Granky and Lyles. That's what we all hoped the rotation would consist of. And sure, you hope Brady Singer's able to duplicate what he did last year. If Brady was performing like, well, I still believe he's capable of, but if Brady was performing like 2022 Brady, if Daniel Lynch, I guess, doesn't have rotator cuff injury at the end of spring training, if Daniel Lynch is giving you consistent frames, okay, maybe I'm singing a different song as it pertains to Jordan Lyles, but... Singer isn't giving you innings. Daniel Lynch has made one start. Brad Keller's on the IL. Chris Bubich is on the IL. You came into the day 22 games below 500. Your best starting pitcher is 39. Your second best starting pitcher, you don't even call a starting pitcher. (laughs) He's a bulk guy. That's why I want Lyles to eat up innings. Wins be damned. Give me that sixth inning. 913-586-7610. That's the phone number. That's also the text line number. 913-586-7610. Let's head out to Shawnee. Talk with Matt. You're on 610 Sports Radio. Matt, appreciate the phone call. Go ahead. Not a problem. I'm right with you, Vern. Uh, 74 pitches and Lyles actually tonight had the best stuff I've seen him have aside from the home run he gave up he was dominant no statistically it was the best he's been I don't believe he's had 14 swings and misses like he did tonight and I don't believe he's punched out eight like he did in this one no he probably would have punched out 10 if they would have let him pitch the six I mean I mean I'm not I'm not trying to be rude or anything but Q is I mean, I've been watching the Royals since 84, and this is ridiculous, man. I mean, it's like you put – once we get in trouble after Hernandez – Hernandez been great, by the way. Um, you put in Wickren? At, at that time, I'm like – Well, that was a white flag, in my opinion, with all due respect to Nick Wickren. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, I mean, that to me was a white flag. I appreciate the phone call. Thank you very much. Yeah, a- a- Nick Whitgren comes in with what uh, two on and one out. The lead is already evaporated. Royals entered that eighth inning up two to one, and by the time Carlos Hernandez was pulled, it's a three-two Colorado lead. You're not bringing Barlow in. I think you're saving Jackson Kowar for multiple innings. Nick Whitgren was uh, was the option, but but yeah, from from my vantage point, you bring in Nick Whit- Nick Whitgren there. It's also you know coming in for an injury. It's certainly not something that they plan for. 
well, in injury. If you missed it, Carlos Hernandez had a, uh, a callus on his thumb that ripped open. So it's not as if it was, hey, if, if Hernandez gets in trouble, we're going to Nick Whitgren. It was, oh, we got to pull Hernandez. We got to bring somebody in. And they went, Nick Whitgren. I don't know. Uh, what I do know is Jordan Lyles has punched out eight in a game this season. As a matter of fact, he struck out nine against the Blue Jays in the first week of the season. Royals are now 0 and 12. In Jordan Lyles' 12 starts, he's the seventh pitcher in baseball history to have his team lose his first dozen starts. So, Kansas City, you did you did see some history tonight. Royals lose 7-2. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. Let's go to Steve in Olathe. Steve, you're on the postgame show. Go ahead. Yeah, Vern, man, I'd love to talk about Ant-Man and Ted Lasso and all, all fireworks, but, man, I've been watching since 76, 77, and this is almost the worst I can I can remember. I mean, we have an epidemic of babying, of babying these guys that are not that talented. They're not, they're, they're just not that good yet. I mean, we're, we're babying guys who are going to trade to playoff contenders. That, that's another one. That's another one that, uh, I mean, at this point, I don't, I don't give a crap whether your arm is barking. I, I send them out there, and if it, if if we lose trade bait, that's that's fine. That's okay. I hate I hate to keep saying this, but there's no reason to be babying guys that are not that good. I, I mean, Steve, who who, who in particular? Going... Who in particular are you talking about as far as babying them? Well, Mr. Chapman, I mean, what, what, what's that? We had, we just had two or three days. Well, off. you don't want to get him I, hurt. Well, you don't want to get him hurt. If he's dealing care. with something, oh, well, I do because I want to trade him. Well, this is the mentality. This is a loser's mentality. Well, they you are losers. To. They're 23 games below 500. let Let's at least get well, something out of the season. Well, I, I don't, I don't, at this point, like you said, this is evaluation. My, my method of evaluation is, is to leave you out there with a Well, they're not evaluating. And, they're not evaluating a role as Chapman, though, well, Steve. Well, my, my method of evaluating starting pitching is I'm going to tell you, if we're ahead, you're going to be out there for 100 pitches at least and maybe a little bit longer to get a complete game. We're going we're gonna to pitch you until your arm barks at you. That's, that's my method of evaluation, not methods of evaluation that lead to 120 120 losses. This okay, is, this all right. Well, well, yeah, well, no, you, you brought up Chapman. I'm with you on Jordan Lyles. Yeah, I, I would have stuck with them there in the sixth inning, but I, I don't think they were babying Jordan Lyles. I think they got spooked by what happened last Friday, and that, to me, is a, uh, a poor reflection of the, the coaching staff. If you're going to let, uh, you know. Uh, now, now, Lyles has been bad, but the team has been bad, so I need you to wear it. Uh, you know, that that's why we're paying you eight and a half million dollars is to wear a game like this. Steve, appreciate the phone call. You know, I I think we're uh, agreeing. But I, I haven't sensed much babying. Look, I'm frustrated, but I, I, I'm not, not just going to go along with anything. I. I I don't believe they're babying Aroldis Chapman. That, to me, is just smart business. 
The guy gets hurt, and it's a sunk cost. You have nothing to show for it. Yeah, he pitched well in April and May. Whatever, you're 23 games below 500. And I don't think they were babying Jordan Lyles when taking him out after the fifth inning. I think it was a a strange, aggressive move from Matt Cotrero. An aggressive move to attack the win. Which I haven't seen much this season, and I'm fine with it. I don't want... Attacking wins for what? I mean, don't, don't... I don't know. Now, as I say that, I realize I'm also the same guy that sits here and says, you can't allow these young hitters to turn into losers. You need them playing team baseball. Can't have them looking at their own numbers. And what do I need to do for myself and my career? It's got to be team first. Sacrificing yourself. Selfless baseball. You can't let that line of thinking evaporate. You can't have loser baseball, selfish baseball. You can't have that mentality permeate inside the clubhouse. But when I say that... The only way that issue gets alleviated is with pitching, good pitching, acquiring good pitching via trades, the waiver wire, the draft, free agency, whatever. Mike Myers, nice job, Royals front office. Best of luck, go find more. Go find the the home run trades. Go find your Guthrie. Go find your Irvin Santana. Go find your James Shields. That's what I'm talking about. That's what a large majority of this current front office, that's what they were a part of back in 2012 and 2013. That's what I mean. This pitching staff that they currently have isn't saving anyone. These aren't the guys in 2023, these aren't the guys that are going to make sure these young bats don't begin to look internally. Don't begin to play selfish baseball. Now, you need to go out and acquire those guys. So for this season, the onus is on the coaching staff to keep the hitters in the right mindset. But attacking wins... Pulling the ripcord on your starting pitcher after five innings. I, and Q makes a you know solid point, 25 pitches in the fifth, okay. I mean, the guy obviously knows, has forgotten more baseball than I'll ever know. I, I'm not acting like I'm a smart guy whatsoever. But it was one week ago. We went through this exact same thing, and I thought he made the right decision by going back to Jordan Lyles. Making Jordan Lyles go earn that money. Because for as much as we like to act as if this bullpen is stacked, how many guys do you trust game on the line in that bullpen? Until you can give me three names quickly, Jordan Lyles has to pitch the sixth inning every fifth day. I mean, so long as his arm is healthy. If he's striking out eight in five innings, If he's allowed only one run on two hits in five innings, 
I want him back out there in the sixth. Maybe I'm making too much of it. It's one game, the beginning of June, for a season that's been lost for a month now. More than a month. 913-586-7610 is our phone number. Royals lose the opener to the Rockies. 7-2, the final score. We get back to your thoughts after this. Firm's post-game show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to Vern's post-game show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. Waters was one out of eight in St. Louis. Two out of eight on the last homestand. So he's three for 16 since coming back. And he swings, and it's a drive into left center field in a wide open gap, and gone! Drew Waters hits a line drive home run to the opposite field, and the Royals take a 2-1 lead. They would hang on to that 2-1 lead until the eighth inning. That's when Colorado would put half a dozen on the board. Rockies win 7-2. The great Ryan Lefevre on the call. Drew Waters, first big fly since returning to the big leagues. Special thanks to our sponsor, Rawhide Harley-Davidson, the number one volume Harley dealer in Kansas. We appreciate your support for each and every one of these games out here at Kauffman Stadium. Yeah, first pitch, or excuse me, a 1-0 fastball left over the plate against Drew Waters. He didn't miss it. 107 miles per hour off of the bat. Just a rocket that uh, jumped into a jet stream and sailed over that left center field wall. Edward Olivares responsible for the other Royals run. A one-out bomb in the second inning. A first pitch hanger that he destroyed, sending it 414 feet. Uh, Royals... Fell behind in the first inning as Jordan Lyles gives up a first inning home run. He's given up a home run in the first inning in five of his 12 starts. He's given up a run in the first inning in a staggering 10 of his 12 starts. He threw McMahon a 3-1 cutter right into the left-handed hitter's nitro zone. Down and in, and he belts it for a first inning home run. Given Colorado a 1-0 lead, a pair of solo bombs from the Royals made it 2-1 Kansas City. And then again, that's brutal, brutal, brutal eighth inning. Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. I'd love to hear about the experience of Kauffman Stadium. First fireworks Friday of the season. Big slick, 
the big names and the greatest quarterback to ever do it showing up and showing out. Let's go to Jackson, who's leaving the stadium. Jackson, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. Yeah, hi, Vern. Um, so I just wanted to get your opinion on MJ Melendez. Uh, I know he's only 24 years old, but he's getting up to 700 major league at-bats, and his OBP is still around 300. He's batting, what, 200, 210 right now. So I just wanted to get your input. Just on, on, on what kind of player he's been? Yeah, like what you think, what, like what kind of future you think, you think he has and how much faith you think like, the fan base should have in him right now. Oh. Uh, I mean, you can – I appreciate the phone call. You know, that's kind of a difficult question. I mean, I'm not, gonna, I'm not the kid's cheerleader. Bobby and Vinny, to me, are in a separate category. Vinny's undeniable. Uh, Bobby's athleticism and, of course, ability. Bobby's going to play in the big leagues for 15 years. Uh, Vinny's an undeniable hitting machine. I I can't say anything similar about anyone else. I mean, everything I could possibly say about MJ, I think you guys already know. Prodigious power, too many strikeouts, glad to see the walks picking up, glad to see the opposite field approach picking up. Um, But I'm still a believer in MJ Melendez. He's still a part of my, you know, I was going to say the core, but the core has kind of been thrown out the window. Uh, everyone's available. I really don't know what's being built right now because I don't know what the pitching staff looks like next year. And if you can't pitch, you can't win. Uh, So that's all I'm really focused on right now. Melendez and Prado, man, I'm big fans of both of them. Melendez, or excuse me, uh, Massey and Michael Garcia, very happy that they're wearing the Royals uniform. Drew Waters, a switch hitter that can go get it in center field that's got some sneaky pop. I like the young hitters. But in this evaluation season of 2023, we got four months to go. So I hate making declarative statements about any of these young men that we're evaluating because I don't know if you're ever going to listen to this show again. And if I come out and start you know, playing the trumpet for MJ Melendez and he goes in the tank, you're going to, uh, Vern, your guy's an idiot. And I'm certainly not going to act down on MJ Melendez. Why would I? The kid's 57 games into his first full big league season can't make any grand judgments on someone that hasn't played a full year. The name of the game is consistency, doing it day in and day out, month in and month out, year in and year out. This is why we fawn over Salvador Perez. This is why we all turned out for Lorenzo Cain and his retirement ceremony. It's why I speak with such reverence when talking about Zach Greinke. 
It's why I have so much admiration for guys like Mike Moustakis and Eric Hosmer, guys that are able to stick around. You know what I mentioned a moment ago? Oh, Bobby's going to play in this game for 10 to 15 years. That's often brushed aside as if, oh, well, yeah, of course, he was picked number two overall. Do you understand how difficult it is to stay in this sport? I mean, I, I've only watched. How difficult it is to stay in this sport for a decade? To do it every single day for six months, year in and year out. MJ Melendez is an athlete with unbelievable power. The strides he's already made in right field uh, make me believe that the 25 home run type of seasons, um, if it doesn't happen this year and MJ has five and we're already past the one-third mark of the season, so let's say he hits 17. I would think in five of the next six seasons he hits 25 home runs per. Is never a great corner outfielder. But he's not going to be a butcher out there. I think he's too athletic to be a butcher. And like I said, I've already seen tremendous strides from him defensively. Thanks for the phone call. I guess it took me long enough, but I finally got around to answering your question. Let's go back to the phone calls. 913-586-7610. Let's go to Ty in Sedalia. Ty, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. Well, I kind of feel bad for Jordan Lyles after this game. He had a really good game going after five innings, had eight strikeouts, only allowed one run, had a really good game going, and they had to take him out and had a very quality start, and then we ended up blowing the lead later on in the eighth inning. I thought it was kind of interesting that we didn't bring him out for the sixth inning. I know on the during the Washington game, I kind of was talking about that we should have not have brought him, but – he was looking good in this one. He was looking very dominant. Everything was working. I thought we should have brought him out for the sixth inning. And when the sixth inning happened, I kind of thought it was interesting, the person we brought in with Taylor Clark. as I've, I've always thought he's a, one of those guys we bring in for the seventh, eighth, or ninth inning. Not a guy we bring in for the sixth inning. I kind of thought we are going to bring in a fresh arm like Jackson Kowar in the game, maybe Ooh. throw six. Maybe you could even put him in seventh inning as well so he can bring in Taylor Clark in the seventh. Now, I know this was also kind of influenced by Chapman with Quinchero talking about how Chapman had that knee problem, how he just didn't want him to play this game just for precautionary reasons. I do get that. But I thought it was kind of interesting when we saw Taylor Clark in the sixth. I want I to kind you. of see what I you think you. about that. Yeah, no, I got you, Ty. I, I would have been – Nah, that's dramatic. I would have been miffed if they went to Jackson Kowar. Now, again, I, I, I disagreed with the decision to pull Jordan Lyles. But okay, let's say I accept it. I had no issue going to Taylor Clark. You're facing the one, two, three hitters. And to me, Jordan, or excuse me, uh, Taylor Clark right now is your third best reliever. You know, Scott Barlow being the undisputed king, five, six years running now. Aroldis Chapman, you know what he's been doing. He takes the second place stage. And then Taylor Clark right there as your second best righty out of the bullpen. 
No, it's, you know, lefty and Blackman, a lefty and McMahon, a lefty and Profar. Yeah, I had no issue with Taylor Clark. Knowing Chapman's out, yeah, I had no issue with Quas or Hernandez or Barlow in the ninth, which is where they were going. I had no issue with the way Q deployed his relievers. Not at all. I just thought they did it a little soon. Because the pressure just ramped up a little bit more for Daniel Lynch tomorrow. And if Lynch is only able to give you five, we should celebrate that, to be quite honest with you. I'd love to be on the postgame show tomorrow, win, lose, or draw. Patting Daniel Lynch on the back for a solid five innings, five-plus innings of work. That'd be great. But if that's all he gives you, boy, oh boy, Brady Singer. Just a boulder of expectation on your shoulders on Sunday. And then Granky and Mike Myers, if Singer and Lynch are unable to do it, it's just a, a snowball. Now, we've seen it over the years. We, how many times have we watched over the past few seasons where the bullpen just gets worn out because the starters are giving you nothing? They ain't giving you anything. Not getting any frames from them. That's why you signed Jordan Lyles, because every once in a while... He's going to wear it. He's going to eat it. It's not always going to be pretty, but that's what the money's for. It's not always going to be pretty, but that's why you're the vet. That's why you're the rock. Because you take the ball and you find a way to grind through six-plus innings. Not tonight. Tonight we're attacking a win. Didn't capture the win and fall 23 games below 500. Try to attack another one tomorrow as a pair of lefties go at it. Daniel Lynch and Austin Gomber. It's a 3-10 first pitch. I'll be on the air with the on-deck show beginning at 2 o'clock. Let's hear what Jordan Lyles had to say after five innings of one-run baseball on two hits, only one walk, eight strikeouts, 74 pitches. Here's what Jordan had to say on Bally Sports Kansas City. Overall, uh, pretty good. Um, other than the, uh, the the first thing I bet to uh, McMahon, just I uh, left a cutter a little bit down. I wanted to go up and in. I just I, I ganked it, put a little bit, and he was able to drop a drop it, his bat and his head uh, on it, put it over the wall, and then uh, unnecessary two quick outs in the fifth or whatever. I had a walk. Uh, we got out of it, but other than those two uh, instances. Uh, I, th- I thought we, uh, we we controlled the strike zone <clears throat> pretty well. And your fastball tonight, you had nine swing and misses, um, and, and your sweeper as well. We kind of big fish. You kind of kind of talk about how the, the control was tonight. Just kind of able to you know rapidly strike out. Today. Yeah, well, I, I felt like we had a, a decent amount of life on the fastball, especially to those lefties, uh, uh, arm side up, up and away to them. Um, yeah. Uh, Salve and I, we kept going to that, that, that pitch up and away, um, especially with two strikes after uh, landing some breaking balls early in the count. Um, a couple swings that were looking for something else, you could tell. But uh, I thought we did a good job of uh, raising eyesights and um, going back and forth with that four-seam up and breaking balls down. Yeah, you were cruising there, had a little bit of a longer inning in the fifth, but were you, I guess, kind of shocked over to not go back out in the sixth, only 74 pitches? Um, yeah. Um, but we had the two off days, and um, uh, yeah, obviously they, we, we we got a rested bullpen. Uh, we got some quality, uh, strong arms, 
out there, two days off, a random, uh, a weird two, two consecutive days off. I can see why he wanted to, but yeah, uh, I wanted to keep going for sure. How did you feel with your Uh I don't think we threw too many, probably a handful, four or five. Uh, I threw two good ones to Charlie Blackman, uh, the first inning pop up, and then a swing and a miss, his, his second at bat. Um, I don't think we threw too many other ones than that, um, but uh, hopefully we can get that a little bit more consistent and lean on it with uh, for a little bit higher percentage of uh, usage, for sure. All right, there you go. That's Jordan Lyles following his no decision. Despite five innings of one-run baseball, the loss tonight goes to Carlos Hernandez, who's now 0-3. My game notes following this 7-2 loss are presented by Jay Southland Tow Service. Let's go back to you guys following this 40th loss of the season. Let's go to Raj in the Ozarks. You're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, Vern. Looking forward to your, I think it's pregame, right? Your interview with Moustakas tomorrow. He was always one of my favorite players. Yep, so. yep, yep. Looking forward to that. Thanks, um, silver lining tonight, Denny Matthews was just, he, he's knowing what's going to happen before it's even happened. What happened? I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't listening. To he knew broadcast. that big inning was coming and, really? and he was great on the radio. Gosh, he's so good. Yeah. He, he, as soon as it started and, um, and him and Ryan, together, as soon as it started with Nikki, yeah. right? Nikki, yeah. the, the Royals challenge that play. And I'm telling you what, Nikki just had his gizzard out or something, his gallbladder or something. To jump up from one knee and try to make that hard throw, yeah, God, that's I don't care who you are, that's got to be tough. So, yep. Yep. to make it that close, um, two things I about fell off the porch on tonight, though. The first one, uh, Miss Rogers on the Twitter account, she's really good. Number one, mm-hmm. uh, texted Amir Garrett was going to be out one to two weeks injured. Then we get to the first inning. I'm sorry, folks, it's uh, three to four weeks. And then we get to the fifth inning, the announcers are like, Amir Garrett's going to be out four to six weeks. What, what, what the heck? Is he falling down the mountain? Do we need to go rescue him? He's getting gradually worse as the game's going on. And then the last one was in uh, Q's well, postgame. Real quick, I think it's going to be that he's not throwing for one to two weeks, and then he can start ramping back up, and the return to the big leagues is four to six weeks. So everybody's kind of right. Okay. Well, that sounds better then. But then all of a sudden we we got uh we got our number one trade piece his knees barking at him all of a sudden that's boy that's the first I've heard of that I haven't even read that anywhere and I read a lot mm-hmm. but uh I I tell you what and I'll let you go and I, I really am looking forward to your moose interview tomorrow so I'll be definitely listening to that but we're we get to Fourth of July we're going to be like hey kids the circus is in town. And you get there, and they, you know they're selling the cotton candy and the rope lights, and the guy in the mid circle with the top hat on, and he's going, "We got a great show for you tonight, folks." But uh, the jugglers are all uh, sprained ankles, and uh, the performers are hurt, and the animals are too sick to come out now. So this, the way they're using these pitchers, is not looking good. So I'll leave you with that, and uh, good luck on your show tomorrow. Yeah, I appreciate it, and. Uh... Yeah, good luck for the rest of the season is what you wanted to say. 105 games remain, uh, and it is going to be an arduous task for this coaching staff to piecemeal together the innings. I don't know how they do it. Godspeed. 
Royals lose 7-2. Quick timeout. We're back with more after this. Firm's post-game show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Vern's post-game show. Here's Royals insider Josh Vernier. 7-2, the final score. Royals drop the opener to the Rockies, and the record falls to 17-40. and 40. Offensively, only one Royal had a multi-hit night. That was MJ Melendez, a pair of opposite field singles in the seventh and ninth innings, respectively. The runs came courtesy of a solo home run from Edward Olivares, his fifth of the season, that happening in the second inning. Drew Waters belted his first big fly in the third. But it's not enough to overcome a six-run eighth inning. Not many things are able to, or not many teams are able to overcome a six-run eighth inning. Let's take a look at the text line. The J Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. Stefan writes in, Vern, sure. We all want and the Royals need Jordan Lyles back out there for the sixth inning, but he's proven completely in- incapable of doing so. Sorry, Vern, but Q made the absolute right call tonight. And for self-preservation's sake, Vern, how about you try focusing instead on Patrick Mahomes behind the back throw to first base during Big Slick. It was a thing of beauty. Yeah, I saw that, Stefan. I saw the replay later. And I'm sure you've seen this. I, I saw Mahomes practicing that in like 2019. That's coming out in the game at some point. You know he's thrown it with his left hand. He's thrown it while he's parallel to the ground. He's thrown it without looking. (laughs) The guy's just the greatest quarterback talent that the game's ever seen. And listen, uh, Stefan, as far as your point about Lyles and Q's decision to pull him after five, I gave you my opinion, and I, I I think you know this by now, and, and if you haven't listened to this show very often in the past, I hope it's not very often where you feel as if I'm indignant about my my opinion to where it's it's my way or the highway. I, you know, it's baseball. It resides in the gray area. It's never black and white. So my opinion, yeah, Jordan Lyles needs to be put back out in the sixth inning. Q said Lyles did his job. We got a rested bullpen. Let's attack this win. His way turned out to be a loss. And there's absolutely no reason for me to believe that my way would have turned out any different. But as I told other scribes up here in the press box, I don't care about wins and losses because the organization has basically told me since this offseason that they, too, don't view wins and losses as the main objective from the very top or else I think you would have seen a lot more money spent this offseason. So I'm sorry, but 
What's most important to me when Jordan Lyles is pitching is that he gives us length, saves the bullpen moving forward, and alleviates some of the pressure that's on the shoulders of Daniel Lynch and Brady Singer and Mike Myers. Let's go to Dan and KCK. Dan, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. Uh, good evening, Josh. How you doing? Yeah, I would have put Lyles out there for the sixth. Uh, I mean, he had 74 pitches, eight, eight Ks, and two hits, you know. Yeah, give, him, give him the sixth inning. And uh, I'd like to see him go further than that. His first one's coming. He's, he's not. He's getting some bad luck, you know. You know, the Royals, you know, they're doing the best again to get some runs for him. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen, you know. And a good night for Oliveris and Drew Waters' first home run. And let's go. Let's get this to, uh, three. Let's start with Lynch tomorrow. Take care of yourself, Josh. Yeah, let's hope. Uh, John in Mission writes in, Vern, obviously the really sucks it sucks seeing that late inning collapse but I'd still rather watch them play than not watch them play we have young guys that I believe can navigate the ups and downs to become good big leaguers it just isn't much fun when a seemingly winnable game gets out of reach like that well at least the Jameson distillery appreciates it thanks Vern signed John and Mission Uh, hey, Wesley writing in. Wes, it was nice talking to you before the game. Great meeting uh, great meeting your dad as well. Yeah, don't forget, I'm always live at Craft and Draft before every home game. One hour before first pitch, I'm out at Craft and Draft, Loge level of Kauffman Stadium. It's wonderful out there. Delicious pizza and uh, brews for days. If you haven't been to Craft and Draft, even if you don't have a ticket in there, you, right, people could still get it. Yeah, anybody can get in there. Go in there, get a cold one, get one of those delicious pizzas. Uh, Spike in St. Joe writes in, Vern, a play that upset me was Bobby Witt Jr. getting thrown out at first on a pop-up. Dumb move on Bobby's part, and a question for you. Bases loaded in the ninth inning. Do you pinch hit for Jackie Bradley Jr.? Vern, I have no confidence in him, but no one on the bench to hit, right? Yeah, right, right, right. Because um, you already substitute, right? You, you you took out Edward Olivares for Jackie Bradley Jr. for the defensive improvement. You know, smart move. You bring in Michael Garcia for the defensive improvement over Michael Massey. That's interesting. Okay, so Nicky Lopez, you know. Uh, be- between Lopez, Massey, and Garcia, there's no doubt Nicky Lopez is the best defender. Um, but the coaching staff telling you they believe Michael Garcia uh, a better defender than Michael Massey. Okay. So Massey and Ali are out, meaning the only pinch hit options, bases loaded, two outs, down by five in the bottom of the ninth inning. The only options there were Matt Duffy or Freddie Fermin. A righty facing a right-handed reliever. Yeah, I had no issue with leaving Jackie Bradley Jr. in there because let, let's say you pinch hit Matt Duffy and he hits a grand slam. It's still down by one. Okay, then let's say Nicky Lopez hits a home run and, and you're tied up. I mean, you could have made it work, I guess. You know, you lose the DH and Vinny goes to first and Prado goes to the outfield, I guess. Sure. But I didn't have an issue with it. Um, 
Matt Duffy, Freddie Fermin, Jackie Bradley Jr., sure. Jackie's probably third on that list of bats I want up in that spot. But I'm not bringing in my only other catcher. And if you want to debate Matt Duffy or Jackie Bradley Jr., uh, you're going to have to go to a different show. And Spike, as far as Bobby getting thrown out at first, yeah, I asked Matt Cotrero about it after the game. Yeah, that was a that was an odd one. Don't see that very often. Bobby's on first with one out in the sixth inning. Royals up two one. Vinny Pasquantino hits a high pop up, and it was windy as all get out. I mean that that wind was ripping the baseball all over the diamond. So the infield's collapsing as the ball is maneuvering and dancing in the sky. Uh, finally, the Rocky shortstop puts it away, and Bobby drifted way too far off the bag, and he makes a good throw to first base to double off the 22-year-old. Don't see that very often. You know, I, I, I guess the shortstop could have what, let it drop and then get Bobby at second. and Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, honestly, that's what you would prefer. You'd much rather have Vinny on first than Bobby. I don't know. But I asked Hugh about it, and he said Bobby needs to be closer to the bag. He didn't make any excuses. Didn't brush it aside and act like it was no big deal. He acknowledged, yeah, can't happen. Bobby's got to be better than that. Thanks for listening. As always, Spike, I appreciate it. You heard Raj in the Ozarks mention it earlier. We had a chance to talk with Mike Moustakas earlier today, and I'll bring you that conversation tomorrow on the On Deck Show as we get you ready to see a pair of Southpaws go at it. Daniel Lynch and Austin Gomber. It's a 3-10 first pitch. And I'll be on the air with the On Deck Show beginning at 2 o'clock live from Craft and Draft, which means I'll give you a chance to win tickets to see Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, and the Angels come to town on Father's Day to take on your boys in blue. I got two tickets. You can win them tomorrow at 210 right here on 610 Sports Radio. Thanks to Julio Sanchez for the help back at the studio. Thanks to all of you for listening as well. Enjoy the rest of your Friday night. You've been listening to Vern's Post Game Show. Diving is MJ Melendez. Did he make that catch? He did! Check out the All Things Vern channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up to date with your boys in blue. And a swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball. Seventh strikeout for Daniel Lynch. On your home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio. We now take you back to regularly scheduled programming. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.